Hey guys, it's Nick with Unpitch. Well, I just wanted to give you a heads up that our sound quality this week is off. Unfortunately, it's not something we could fix, but you can be guaranteed that it won't be a problem next week. Thank you guys for listening. Unpitchable. This is a podcast about fake movies, and I am Nick, and with me I have Tim Canyon and David Johnson. How's everybody doing? Doing good. Cool. Has anybody got anything that stuck out to them this week on their mind? Camera must been like disgusting. I, uh, for a couple of days now. I, I have gone through just a marathon of emotion. Uh, I, I'm hurting real deep, guys, because I started watching. I I don't even know what's real anymore and what's not. Like I thought, <laughs> like I thought this was I thought Wisconsin was cool, man. I didn't. I don't know. Like you guys are farther ahead than I am. Only like three or four episodes. In. We're, we're not farther ahead. Finished. We're done. We've, we're well, we're starting our own investigation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was about to say. Was, you, you run out episodes. You'll catch our other podcast own. next week. Okay, so for anyone who uh, lives under a rock, making a murderer is this uh, Netflix documentary. About a guy named Stephen Avery in Wisconsin, who was just sitting on his porch reading his Bible one day, and um, the police arrested him for no reason, and it was just a really horrible, horrible situation. Yeah. So, um, okay, so the real story is Stephen Avery's this guy. He went to prison for a murder he, or for a uh, um, an assault that he didn't commit. Um, Eighteen years. Yeah, for 18 years. He gets out, um, decides to sue the... Can we talk about that real quick? He's not that buff when he gets out. <laughs> so I, I'm not like... Not prison strong. I didn't, I didn't believe it. I was like, no, <laughs> it's maybe like a year. Like, he may be like a year strong. Like, he's not 18 years strong. That's really depressing. <laughs> it's like, sure, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, it's... It's one of the it's one of those shows where, like, on a comedy podcast, it could definitely bring us down, but also... Um, well, I got us covered. You got his cover? Oh, I'll bring us back out. All so right, you go ahead and get your no, feelings. No, no, no. I mean, like, oh, I have something to add. I'm just waiting. No, yeah, yeah. Guys. He's got his ad. Like, so I'm, I'm gonna... here's my funny part from all of Stephen Avery's horrible adventure. Okay, so um, if so you <laughs> if you uh, finish the podcast, you know the the lead prosecutor is his name's Kratz. Yeah. If you go on to Kratz, if you go on to Google and Google Kratz Law Firm, go look into the reviews. Um, because people who've watched the series have gone on there and left like oh, one star reviews. Yeah, all Yelp reviews. Stuff. Which I don't know why a prosecutor has a Yelp page. So, That's kind of weird to me. Let but... me ask you this: Is he the guy with the bad mustache or the guy with the bad mustache? So anyway, so what were you gonna say, David? So Nick sent me. He and I have finished the whole documentary, and he sent me a, a couple of links. He sent one link that actually made sense that we'll share with you when you finish, um, okay. as to what might have actually happened, and then he sent me a link that this guy. Um, and I don't remember his entire website. But he's a retired cop, though, right? Yeah, so... A so crazy he, retired he saw, cop. His, his website's like coldcasecameron.com. So just, I encourage everyone to go check this out. We're going to have him on the podcast. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he'll crawl out of his cave. But, um... So, basically, this guy... Alright, I so let me preface it by saying this. He sent it to me at, like, maybe... One or two in the afternoon, and I leave at four. Like I was looking at this at work in between stuff. Um, David I, didn't get anything done. <laughs> I left like 
I texted him and it was like, this is crazy. Like, I started off reading it. I was like, this guy's nuts. There's no way. And by the time I left, I texted him and said, you might have just ruined my life because I can't tell if it's still crazy or if I'm actually turning into this guy, like, believing <laughs> him. And then I finished it the next day and realized that, no, I was right the first time. My favorite thing to do is send um, <laughs> conspiracy theories to David. There are a couple things that caught my eye this week, but my favorite thing that caught my eye was about these uh, two guys who snuck into a movie theater together. And you think, like, that's not really funny at all. But what was really interesting is one of them branched, like, put on the... One guy wrapped himself around another guy, and then they put clothes on around them. <laughs> and he just looks really fat in the pictures. HuffPost, HuffPost has it on their website. Um, but it was just so funny because the video, if you watch the video on HuffPost... They approach the the window and they say, we'd like one ticket, please. And the person at the window is really confused. <laughs> and so it was just a really dumb, stupid video. But it was just something that I really enjoyed. And so, so I would like I to go ahead and do that. that. And that kind of pretty much ruins all overweight people for me because I'm convinced <laughs> that they're just two people. He's so big that he has a front butt. Basically. Um, but literally yeah, yeah, because it's, it's the a way the guy's like holding on to him. So, like I said, it's one guy just standing up normal, and another guy like wrapping himself around the other guy from the front, which means their stomachs are touching. Right. Um, which is always a good way to start the day off. <laughs> but I have a lot of questions. Like, were they naked underneath? What happened? Like, when? Like, how long can you do that? Can because his legs are up, wrapped around the guy too, which creates that weird belly that he has hanging down, and so. Anyway, if you if you get the chance to Google it, I would just Google two best buds sneak into a movie theater off of post. We'll we'll link to it in the show notes. No, I still check it. <laughs> so, so yeah, just Google it. But anyway, that's what caught my eye this week. Um, get your Google practice in. Just get your Google practice in. Do you guys just want to get right to it then? Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. I think it's uh, who who wants to go first? I went first last time, so I'm not gonna go. So let's just do a real quick recap for anybody who, who's decided not to listen to the first three episodes. Um. Unpitchable is essentially a, a podcast where we pitch three movies. Each of us come up with a movie ahead of time. Right. Just uh, based off the title alone. So the only thing prepped is the movie title. And as collectively as a group, we workshop the title into a plot. And at the end of each movie, we'll, we'll give a quick 30-second elevator pitch just defining the movie. Um, and so that's what Unpitchable is. Um, so who wants to go first? I can go first. I feel like we can start the, the order back over. Okay. Um, so, you know, lately our trend has been to take a a movie franchise that's already existing and spin off a sequel off of it or something like that or a play off of a movie yeah. franchise. Um, I'm going to break that mold a little bit and bring a TV show into the mix right. saying that they need a movie. <clears throat> and uh, that movie is Seinfeld the Kramering. Um, it's a just, horror yeah. movie? You can't just add I and G to the end of somebody <laughs> in the movie. I can't! You did that with Shrek the Shrek and Seinfeld the Kramer. Yeah, so it's alright. Um, I mean, it's, it's a horror movie. It's a horror movie. I'm giving that a thumbs up. I think it's okay. fine. Right, it's terrifying. Right, it's like, alright. So, so, Seinfeld, spoiler alert, ends with him in prison. Alright. Alright, let's just assume that they all get out. Let's assume that it's not a long stay like it looks like it's going to be. It's going to get out in a month. All right? Okay. That's kind of long, but okay. I mean... They're in jail, not prison. There were a lot. They get out of prison. And 
they kind of lose touch, right? Well, Kramer can lose. That wasn't, that wasn't hard. No, no, no. I mean, like, but, but they just kind of, like, want to want to get away from each other for a little while. Right? I mean, they are terrible, so. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, all right, guys, tell you to be terrible somewhere else, <laughs> away from each other. We'll just spread that over <laughs> the country, because we don't want uh, Yeah, that's basically Yeah, that makes sense. So, um, let's just say 15 years go by, and okay. the gang reunites for Kramer's funeral, slash, like, will, estate, I I, as you will. I, I can get behind this. I like okay. this is right. So, Kramer, I know, we kill Kramer's someone dead. every time. <laughs> if this is a beloved character, we're going to kill him. Um, uh, I think Kramer, like, went out of the public. Well, yeah, I mean, like, if you're going to take the actors, like... No, 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 that's just Kramer. <laughs> Wait, is that a third guy? I thought, he was, I thought this was a documentary all um, so, so they get there and find out that Kramer's left in this, it's a horror movie. A Victorian mansion of some sort. Like, <laughs> the only way they can keep it is Sorry. to spend the night. This is the haunting. So, are you saying <laughs> that Kramer sold that coffee table book that actually oh, turned yeah. into a table? Uh-huh. And he bought a Victorian mansion? I don't feel like that was what the coffee table book was. I don't really remember. <laughs> but yes. It can turn into a table. Did it? Yeah, I thought it was just a coffee book table of other coffee No, it books. turned the bo- the, their legs oh, on the okay. bottom. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Like, I there thought it was just really a is book of coffee tables. Coffee table coffee tables. <laughs> right, okay. I'm going to look this up on Amazon <laughs> and post it in the show notes. What are you not doing? So, uh, all right. So, so they have to spend the night there. Um, and really, this this idea came to me because I, I, I just, like I said, I always have one idea. And it's just like, yeah, that's good. That'll be funny. All right, nothing creepy's happened yet, but you know it's coming because it's yeah. hard the tension has to build at some point. So Jerry's asleep. They all have their own separate room. Uh, it's Jerry, George, and Elaine. Uh, Jerry's asleep, and, uh, you know, he's kind of in in between that almost deep sleep, but you can still kind of hear things happening. And, you know, he, he can kind of hear that, Jerry. <laughs> just just faint. Yeah, that's a pretty good impression. Thanks. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> it looks, I'm not even going to do a Seinfeld impression. See, the problem is, though, like, you could do, you could do, He'd keep it, like, be trying to haunt Jerry, but you know he's gonna, like, kick the door in. And, like, oh, yeah, no, like, totally. No it's, it's like a hard comedy. He like, can't be stealthy. That's something that Kramer cannot do even I want the them afterlife. to not really know what's happening until they see a door open and hear sliding, but not see sliding. Like, that's what I want them to know. Oh, Kramer's ghost is haunting us. That, I think that, um, that in order to kill Kramer, you have to burn his bones. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah. this is set we, in the supernatural we've world. We've pretty much so. stick in the supernatural rule for uh, the supernatural. Yes, yeah. like that's a safe <laughs> assumption. That's a safe assumption. So, so they're having to burn his bones, and Kramer's trying to stop them all. Along. Oh yeah, for sure. Like that, they, they figure that out. Like it's weird because he just left it in the will. Like, oh, you gotta go spend a night in my house and then burn my bones. <laughs> He's like, oh, if you want to stop me, you gotta burn my bones. You're like, classic Kramer. That's yeah. not real. Kramer's a lunatic. Why would we burn his bones? <laughs> so anyway, uh, George was uh, trying to use those bones to uh, impress a lady. Oh, for sure. So, so he doesn't want to burn the bones because the lady's into it for some reason. <laughs> right? So this is like, yeah, Jerry's no, like, this George, is... we need to get the bones. we got to burn the bones. Kramer's going to kill us all. get the bones, George. That's really good. I can't do an impression. That was better than mine. Jerry and Elaine have to hunt down George <laughs> to try to get him to stop using these bones to impress this archaeologist. <laughs> right? All right. So he's yeah, like, ties yeah, in why yeah. he's got bones. That yeah. makes sense. It doesn't really matter. It's George. It's right? George. So, so, okay, so they're trying to stop George from right. these bones because they got to burn him. Right. So George actually kind of becomes the villain. Kramer is there haunting him, like, the whole time, but George is like... But it's Kramer. I mean, it's yeah. harmless, really. Oh. 
I'm pretty sure he killed people in that show. <laughs> Am like, I the only one who thought that? Because that sh- he is the creepiest character on that show, and I know he's everybody's favorite character, but George is my favorite character. Well, that's because George would be everything. He's just trying to use human bones to get a girl. Nothing wrong with that. Okay. <laughs> so, it all, I guess, like, it goes where it goes from there is they, they finally get the bones, and they burn them, right? Right. But Kramer doesn't stop. No. And they're like, wait, you salted and burned his bones, like, this should be enough. <laughs> and they can't figure it out, and George is like, I could have had the girl, blah, 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 and he's getting all mad. And then Kramer's still haunting them, right? And one by one, they're getting picked off. Uh-huh. And then it starts to really Okay. He's fat. He couldn't really <laughs> he gets He gets caught on the stairs. Then it's a lane. There's two houses full of jewelry she likes. Uh-huh. Too, too it's like a raccoon. Yeah, she's just too too creepy. <laughs> and then Jerry is alone in the room. And Kramer's like an introverted face. And he pulls the mask up. And it's just sad all over. <laughs> that's, that, that's, that. that's how it ends. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm alright with that. I'm like, cue the baseline of the credits and then Jerry <laughs> doing... Seinfeld stand up on a stage. He's weirdly in like, 90s. What's clothing. the deal with ghosts? <laughs> Please help me. It pans out and he's just, just in hell. He's in the same time. Okay, like, that'll, that'll yeah, He's just like in a straight jacket. He's like <laughs> shaking in a corner saying, What's the deal with Why ghosts? Why can't I move my arms? <laughs> so, I'm, I'm not feeling that. I'm so, not, okay, go ahead. I'm not feeling it just because. That's cool. We developed the whole plot. Then you jump out the end and shoot it down. Let's hear it. Well, so here's the thing: is I have to, I have to get some mic time too. So no, it's fine. I just wanted to to say a couple things. So I don't think. Why did you say? Why did you say Kramer died? Did they kill him? I don't know why. He just died. He's Kramer. He's not dead. We we forgot about Newman. So. Well, I was trying to figure out how to work it. So I have a different theory on this. I feel like I feel like Newman hired someone to kill Kramer. No one cares about anything Newman had. Yeah, so Newman hired someone to kill Kramer, um, and so everybody goes to the funeral. Uh huh. And they're at the funeral, Uh and they walk out, and there's Kramer, hanging out with the police, (laughs) and they arrest Newman, and you find out that Newman hired someone to kill Kramer. Um, because he wanted that Merv Griffin set. You remember the Merv Griffin studio yes. set where Kramer would conduct late night show interviews with people? Yes. And so they went to the funeral, and Kramer got to sit in on his funeral and listen to all the good things everybody had to say about him, even if they're really not that good. And they got to arrest him. He was only a little racist. <laughs> <laughs> That's all That's like the best thing Jerry could say. And Let's so they arrest Newman, which it like makes everybody happy. And then Kramer does that weird, like, kind of like, oh, man, I love you guys so much, and I'm so glad that you care about me, and then that's the end. It's a happy ending. It's not a, it's not a horror movie. Okay, it's no. not a horror movie. We tie up all the loose ends. Because everything, everything from the series got tied up in the finale, so let's just really kill off. Saying the saying horror is really just, just you can We just kill off Newman. Are you saying, the, a lot of people didn't like the ending, it's my understanding. So, like, oh, are so you saying, saying that yeah. we fix the ending, and that's all this movie is? <laughs> No, 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 the ending still stands, because the problem with the ending of the show is it tied up all the loose ends, right? Right. So they get out, and everybody kind of goes their own ways, but then you find out, like, Newman's still obsessed about the Merv Griffin set, and he wants it, so he hires someone to kill Kramer. Well, okay, so I think we pitched two movies just now. Let me, let me tell you <laughs> two why separate we did movies. that. Me and David pitched the really good movie, <laughs> and Nick pitched the Lifetime original, original film. <laughs> Um, the Newman story. The Newman story. <laughs> All according to Newman. Uh, uh, 
So I really thought that you were about to go a uh, slightly different direction, and that What's they show up, they show up to the funeral, and then, um, you know, they're the only ones there besides you know Kramer's body, and then the uh, the the doors like some weird like like security doors shut down, and Newman is like kind of like basically a saw, and Newman is the saw character, and the way to get out is in Kramer's. Oh my gosh, that's, that's a great idea. That's actually right. I mean, I feel like that's actually so Jerry, that has to, Jerry has to face all the women. Well, no, that, Jerry has to get it because he's no, like, a germaphobe, so he's not going to want to keep in The whole to thing Kramer. is, each of them can throw a scenario. <laughs> so Jerry's got to deal with the lady who eats one pea at a time for like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and George, George actually has to be honest with somebody about his feelings. That's like his whole thing. <laughs> okay. And he, he's not going to live. Just a. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> I don't really remember much about Elaine. Um, she can't dance well. Okay, so yeah, um, she dies right <laughs> So I feel like I feel like we pitched three quality movies. Uh-huh. Um, I think that maybe it's kind of like Clue, where they have three different endings. These are all three minutes. There you go. Yeah. So this is one movie, but it's what could have happened, right? Yeah. And the real ending is the one me and David Ritter. <laughs> Cool. I uh, I'm gonna. I feel like this is run its course. Do you feel like it's run yeah, its course? It's, okay. it's done. Do I so 30, 30 second pitch. David, pick the one you like and pitch it. All right, thirty second pitch. Timer starts now. Not really. Uh, <laughs> we're not timing this. We're not timing this you, you at count, all. It's gonna be like ten seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, basically, if I had to pitch this in thirty seconds, it would be: What if the Kramer the Kramer game, the Seinfeld gang? Oh the Kramer game. That's a Wait, whole other movie. It's like Games of New York, but it's just Kramer. <laughs> They're all Kramer. They all split into their own factions. The George game. Kramer's been okay. drinking coffee for 30 days straight. That's all he's been drinking, and he hasn't stopped. He's been bathing in it. And he split into a thousand different people. The Kramer game. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> okay. Alright, so. So the pitch is. The pitch is that uh, the Seinfeld gang lose one of their own and go on a horrifying adventure. To get him to go home. Uh, I like it. Alright. <clears throat> Who's next? Make her up. Are you sure that I'm not? Yep. Okay. I like her up. So the movie that I have is based off a franchise that has uh, quite a few movies. I think it's probably four or five movies at least. The newest one came out this like this quarter. But the movie I have is called Creed 2. Creed versus Creed. Versus Creed. Um, okay. So... Is I'm it? gonna stop you ahead of time. It's the band Creed versus the guy who played Creed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. that's what I wanted. Um, that's the that's the, that's essentially what I continue. I had, but go on. I'm listening. No, no, no. Um, we, we, and Sylvester we, Stallone is like, hey, Creed, gotta teach you to kill. And that's what the whole movie is, right? <laughs> I also can't do a Sylvester Stallone if you're wondering. I'm gonna keep doing impressions <laughs> that are all just a gruff dude. That's all I got. Um, so anyway, so okay, so I'm imagining like it's Sylvester Stallone, and he's like, you're in Creed. I, I kind of had a little bit of direction, but if you if you want to continue, I'll, I'll just add in. Um, I just imagine it's him, Sylvester Stallone appears with arms wide open. You know, when it was at the height of popularity, that's when this appears. Oh, no, 2001. something like that. Yeah. And he's heard it like 30 times, and he's like, I got to somebody to take care of this Creed. So who's the front man for Creed? Do we know? Scott's is it Scott Strap? It's Scott like Strap. There we go. That's so, what I'm looking for. Can we can we act like we think the uh, the front man for Creed is just the whole band of Nickelback? 
Like, it's all of the names. It's their father. Names. It's the father of Nickelback. Uh, so my thought, my kind of my thought process with that was, um, so Rocky starts training Creed, right? And Creed becomes basically the new Rocky. That's yep. essentially all it is. It's another Rocky. They've changed it a little. Yeah. The front man from Creed decides he wants to be a boxer too. Okay. And he starts boxing. But the entire time he's boxing, like, his weakness is when they play the song with arms wide open. And so, that's his arms open. He drops his arms open. So, the only issue I have, like, I love that idea. The only issue I have is the whole band isn't fighting. (laughs) And that's a problem because it's not Creed versus Creed, man. So, I think that it's him slowly escalating and beating up other bands until he has to fight all of Creed. Okay, done deal. Uh, David, you got any iPhone to offer? So, alright, so you're saying that Creed versus Creed. What if we flipped it, and instead of a boxing movie, oh. Creed has to form his... Oh. Uh, Adonis Creed has to form his own band. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and, and it's like a battle of the bands. But, like, so he's obviously... Sylvester Stallone's in the band. Like, Rocky's... What, what's Rocky in Drums, right? He's just gonna punch a bass. He just keeps yelling after <laughs> <laughs> with the crowd. Yo, it's getting really hard to work Adrian into every Pretty one of our solid. songs, Rocky. Like, what do you want to call this one? <laughs> like, no, it's no. a concept album. Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to explore kind of music. Sylvester Stallone play. Like that's really important <laughs> to me. I think I, I, I'm gonna go ahead and say this. This might not be true. I feel like Sylvester Stallone's already on the record. I mean, weirder people. Shaq had, an, a, Shaq had an album. Hey, let's not talk bad about Shaq. I'm gonna <laughs> put my foot down right here. <laughs> Nelly had an album. <laughs> he invented a soda. Which was a really bad soda. Have you ever had Shaq soda? It's, it's delicious. Yeah. It's no, not good. It's pretty rough. But it, it's like how good I am at basketball after I drink it. It's really <laughs> I can't, like, free throw at all. Uh, I can dunk like nobody's good. Uh, That's my only basketball record. That's it. That's, that's it. Versus. No more basketball talk. That's all I got. Can't add anything I else to it. love when he kicks those field goals. And you're just like, that's not at all right. <laughs> I feel like they have to go battle of the bands, and then the ultimate band that, that they have to eventually fight, whoever, which one of them wins. Really, what I'm saying is they're going to realize that they have to come together to destroy the ultimate band, which Wait. is Hugh Jackman and his robots from Real Steel. Oh <laughs> Wait, so you're saying that it goes, I'm from, saying it it goes starts... from Creed versus Creed to Creed Squared? I think that if, if this movie came out, it would like make zero money. But it's I don't it, know. Actually, okay, so so Creed Two is gonna end with them like thinking that they had to fight, like going, oh, you know what? There's a bigger threat out there. And then Creed Three is Creed Three: The Need for Creed. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, wait! I love it! I love it! Yes! I didn't expect anything to come out of this movie, and I thought you guys were gonna veto it because well, like, I. I I, I like how I like how we specifically talk before the podcast. Like, don't bring anything that we couldn't make fun of. And you're like, no. <laughs> I, got, I got it. Don't worry about it. It'll be and we did it. You we believed did. in us. It don't bring anything that we can't make fun of. I thought we could make fun of. Listen, your brother Josh, I had this idea before Josh had it. And Josh sends me this text message with a similar idea. And I was like, uh-huh. no, I'm still keeping it. I don't care what Josh says. So... I'm glad that we I'm glad that we came together and now Josh can't use this. Anyway, alright Nick. I feel like you heard some really good pitches here and I'd like to see your uh, hear your third pitch. 
Okay, well, I, I think David wins on that, so yeah. let me just give my 30-second pitch using everything David said. <laughs> so, let's um, think. You're the we, judge we find out that Creed, Adonis Creed has to start a band to um, fight Creed in a battle of the bands so that they can take down a bigger band. And that actually, we leave that movie in a cliffhanger like you would in Rocky so that we can get Creed 3, the need for Creed. I too. Uh, so my movie, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and preface by saying it's going to be real stupid, so I hope we're going to prepare mentally, because I like to be over here. Um, <laughs> I don't actually know where we are in the Airbud series, but I should pick up her. Go ahead. <laughs> this is Airbud 6. Um, we're definitely colon, <laughs> colon, <laughs> buddy cop. Tagline is, listen, is Narcus worse than his life? <laughs> <laughs> my movie now. Uh, here's my 30 second pitch. Uh, Airbud 6, colon, buddy cop, tagline, his narc is worse than his bite. Alright, well, that's the end of the podcast. Thank you. Uh, oh no, I need some plot. I, I need some plot, definitely. I need some plot. No, so, so, I mean, you guys can go ahead. I, I have some direction, <laughs> obviously, but um, Alright, do you I, want to take this or should I? I'll, I can start. Go ahead and start, and I'll see if, if yours is better. I feel like first what we need to do is rule out what isn't going to happen. He's not not just start a band. You mean the dog? He's not gonna get shot. This isn't Turner and Hooch. Well, so I don't actually know what happened after Airbud One. So I bet Airbud Four he got put down. So I, I feel like what we're really trying to say is Airbud One is the concrete floor of dogs rewriting their rights into what they can do in the human. Yeah, by world. three, I mean dogs are human. So if Airbud One couldn't have played basketball, then Airbud Six couldn't have. Is what we're saying. No, no, no. So you need I'm to not trying to. I'm not trying no, to argue stuff here, but either. dogs were cops long before Airbud. But they don't usually give a dog a gun, but Airbud. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's what we're starting to get. Guys, right, so weird. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give some, I'm gonna give a little direction. No, go ahead. I was thinking. Um, so Airbud Five. I'm gonna pitch a little bit of Airbud Five, so you guys can get some background. And Airbud Five is Vietnam. <laughs> that, uh, and it's where Airbud had to go overseas. And he comes back and he's changed, and uh, he wants to do some good in society. That hence the being a police officer in Airbud Six. It's really important to have a backstory if you want to have a good uh, okay. Airbud movie. I Everyone knows you. that there's there's a deep war, a deep like nineteen you know nineteen hundreds. That was when you know earlier nineteen hundreds when they invented Airbud. Um, <laughs> but uh, Airbud's actually a vessel. So I'm thinking that he has the clown from the first movie. Happy Slappy. Um, we thought he died. I don't actually know what happened there, but we thought he died. I feel like he died. He died, and uh, the actor did actually die. I looked up and said that. Oh. But uh, Happy Slappy is uh, he's gone former clown that's now drug lord. Okay. He'd still be called Happy Slappy because that's how drugs work. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. And everybody's got to stop it. So gotcha. that's you know. His narc is worse than his life. Yeah, I mean the tagline's buddy cop. So I, I mean we should be in the movie with him. Okay. <laughs> um, can I? I have a couple of thoughts. Um, I, I want to take this in a different direction, but also a really familiar direction. A familiar direction because we know it makes money because oh. people go to see it. Sling Blade, isn't it? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have, a, I have two. I have two, but they're kind of similar. So the first one is um, Airbud. I'm just going to call him Airbud because I don't know what we're calling him. So Buddy Cop, Buddy. Because Airbud's name is Buddy. Buddy. Yeah. Uh, he, ha- he actually is part of a police force, and they send him to a school to infiltrate a gang of students who are making meth jello. 
So are you tying this into the bl- to, to the Blarify effect? Yes, uh, absolutely. Retconned and named okay. it the Blarify effect. Yes. Okay. okay, and this is a spinoff of that. Then sure, um, we're tying the two franchises together. That's what's needed now. Or we can take this like on a strictly dog route with no students, but kind of like students are in the backdrop, but they're not the main focus. He ends up going to a school and making friends with a therapy dog because schools have therapy dogs, and uh-huh. you find out that therapy dog has been giving out pain pills to students. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's pretty good. Yeah, I, the only thing I had was he goes undercover, but he's a dog, so everybody knows that he's Airbud. <laughs> and, he and he has to find his way up 12 floors of an apartment complex in order to fight happy is, I like the undercover thing, but do you remember in the 90s when dog movies were really popular and like Beethoven would wear like a hat and glasses? Like, yeah. Same thing. He here wears a hat and glasses I think you're in school. Wishbone. Sure. Wishbone. He always so wishbone. There's like wishbone. He's, like, he's the buddy. Okay. We solved <laughs> it. Stop. Uh, movie solved. Okay, I like your idea of the therapy dog. That's hilarious. Yes. Uh, yes. Man, I feel like I've, I finally got something funny on this podcast. <laughs> hey, Go pick. Yeah. Thirty second pitch. Yeah. Okay. So I think that uh, the thirty second pitch is that um, <laughs> Airbud Six Buddy Cop tagline. His narc is worse than his bite. Is about uh, Airbud going undercover in a school and uh, busting a therapy dog into giving drugs to kids. Right. I mean, it's, it's feasible that he's undercover anyway. Like, he's he's the new next therapy dog. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's a real like, bad that's his dog. That's his cover. But because, he's you know, a Airbud went, Air yeah. went to Vietnam. Well, so he's definitely Airbud, a bad guy. If you're constantly shooting children, you're going to be a bad therapy <laughs> dog. <laughs> and we already, just, we already said that he shoots someone. It's job security to shoot children and then. Nope, I'm not going. Nope. Keep it. Nope, nope. I'm <laughs> not going with it. No, nope. go. Stop. Okay, it's job security. It's job security. Let it out. All right, it's job security if you can shoot a child and then use that and, and be their therapy dog. <laughs> so it's like job security. So he just Jesus lays down on him. section um, for Airbud. I'm so sorry that we tried to tie you to a Kevin James movie. I'd like to apologize for that, and no one deserves that. Yeah, like our... no, I'd, like, I'd like to apologize for Nick shooting children on our podcast. <laughs> we almost made it. We were at the home stretch, and then Nick was like, oh yeah, and then the children got shot. Just wanted to go ahead and put a period on this podcast to make sure everyone's sad. David, you never apologize. I'm never sorry. I'd like to apologize to our listeners for listening to us talk about Stephen Avery being guilty. Um, and if you hadn't seen it and you decided to go see it because of us, I'm really sorry because you're going to be really frustrated. It's not a spoiler. It was in the news. You could use the offer code Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag not guilty. We're going to get 20% off your subscription. <laughs> This is like my only. This is well. This is my only sincere apology. Is like I'm sorry those cops are still here. <laughs> Just get it out. I'm here. gonna apologize for all the cops because someone. We'd like to apologize for and and 
observance of Officer Wink, who just planted a key seven days in. <laughs> Sorry about that. No one will notice. <laughs> okay, I'd like to uh, thank Josh Catania for the use of his song, Dad, Please Love Me. Um, so, that, that's it. Yeah, thanks for listening. What? <laughs>